Okay. We should hold it closer. <laughs> this is so dark. We're Literally, un- figuratively. <laughs> we are underneath a blanket in my apartment recording the best podcast in all of New York. What are other podcasts in New York? Anything from WNYC. I mean, Two Dope Queens has nothing on us because we're... I actually don't know a single podcast uh, that is out there. Okay, this besides, is perfect. Wait, besides what? Besides the one about the murder that I got through like eight of the ten episodes. Serial? Yeah. Which is based in Baltimore. Exactly. Which is where you're from. Exactly. So you should have... I almost finished it. Okay, well... But then I think Beyonce <laughs> dropped one of her albums. <laughs> You haven't listened to podcasts. I've never listened to a podcast besides Serial. Which is the only thing I do with my life. And I have never seen Sex in the City. Which is a religion to me that I <laughs> post about once a week. And you would post about more, but it's too annoying. I have done more than one in one week. Mm-hmm. But that's because it's however my mood. Okay. So today we're starting the most important podcast in all of New York. <laughs> The only podcast I ever will listen to. <laughs> Absolutely named, but Sex in the City? A podcast about two gay men watching Sex in the City. One for the first time, one for the 87th time. I couldn't actually give you a number because I've seen each episode at a certain amount of times, depending on my how much I favorite it. Okay, so... Like I can tell you my favorite seasons. I know... which episode. There's Carrie and Samantha. One of them is Sarah Jessica Parker, I think. That's Carrie. Carrie. And there's also, like, um, uh, Agatha? No. No, you know the one because I literally post about her once a week. Oh, Miranda! Okay, Carrie, Miranda Mondays. Samantha. Samantha. And then there's... Is there the old one or the uptight one? The uptight one. Charlotte. Boom. Yes! Oh, this is the greatest day. I don't know any of them. But I just you got have such a better voice for this podcast already <laughs> than I do, and it's so hot under here. Okay, so, um, okay, so we're gonna watch the first episode. Uh, can you preview it at all? All Sex and the City fans can agree the first episode has very little relevance for the rest of the <laughs> series. Um, I'm just gonna guess that they get fucked in the first episode. I feel like that's a good guess. Given the name. We actually have a special guest today. <laughs> uh, Zavi Baby, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'd rather be anonymous for this discussion. I didn't use a real name. <laughs> that is my real name. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so I made some notes. We're going to start this off by going through my notes, which chronicle the episode. <laughs> um, and then we're going to talk about how these characters and stories related to our lives. We didn't make it 10 minutes in before I just started identifying all the characters with our lives. Which is why the show became so famous. Is because white girls like you from the Midwest (laughs) watched five minutes of it and were like, I am totally that girl. (laughs) And you identified with one of the characters and that's why the show is so successful. It's so true. (laughs) No matter, if you get four people to, even if you get three people together, instantly, the the walls go up, everyone identifies as one person and you put them into a system. Well, we did that. (laughs) It worked. (laughs) I thought that they were going to be really clever in their filmmaking. (laughs) 
Uh, which turns out they're not, as I learned from this episode. But I thought when they opened the story with Sarah Jessica Parker narrating to us that we were getting like a frame story where she was going to talk about herself in the third person and like how she got her heart broke. I don't, I don't know. And I had these flashbacks to like fucking sophomore year English. And I was like, oh great, we're just going to relive Ethan Frome. <laughs> <laughs> There's like or, that's like a podcast reference. I have no idea who Ethan Frome is. It's a book. It's oh. not a podcast <laughs> reference. Millennials. Uh, moving on. And so I guess we should just cover this like weird story that she tells and how unbelievable it is about the woman from London. Well, the point is, is like you can equate that to modern day ghosting. No, like, that's a hundred percent modern day ghosting. My problem with it is. She got ghosted by, like, the best liar ever because they said he was making $2 million a year and he was a total fucking loser with no style and clearly did zero cocaine. Is it, is it, is it? Literally a note I wrote. (laughs) Tell me. No, wait. Tell me that he had no style or is it that it's the 90s? Tell me a Wall Street executive from the 90s who's making $2 million a year and A... Dresses in like baggy suits and B clearly does no cocaine because playing footsie was like erotic central for him. I also wanted to comment on two other things that happened in that weird like opening story. Okay. Uh, that sex looked awful. It, it did not look very She good. said it was the best sex she's ever had. It was like slow motion, her like sitting on his dick, arching her back, being like, Almost poking his eyes out with her nipples. Yeah. Like, it was... Uh, <laughs> now, if, uh, like, if she no. had to rate it next to Samantha, Samantha probably would have been like, that wasn't a four. We're only in the first five minutes, by like, the way. No, I don't even think we've made it five minutes. He brings up children and says, uh, the, like, they go not see yet. the house, and he's like, not yet. And I was like... He sounds like every miserable gay in this city. <sighs> like they're at like the P Town gift shop, and like there's like some. It's <laughs> like, are you two? Do you guys have kids? <laughs> Not, Not yet. yet. But they met at the A house the night before. Uh huh. <laughs> they're working on it. They're working on it. It's been forty eight hours since they met. <laughs> uh, okay, so we had that dumb frame story. Okay. And then we got into the important part. We get a woman on the screen, who's at like a food bar. And she's literally picked up a chicken wing <laughs> with tongs and is talking to the camera. So aggressively. And immediately, hmm. hmm, who's like this? <laughs> Who would do that? It's me. Well, yeah, we're looking Surprise. at it. I pretty much had a piece of chicken in my hand at the time. Uh-huh. She's just angry and militant. (laughs) (laughs) It's literally me. Yes. (laughs) To the point where even her conversation, which I know you want to get to with Skipper, where they're at the bar when they're first meeting, and she is bringing up that he literally can't be right because she's either boring or she's ugly. She can't be pretty and interesting. And I was like, I, I identify with that because I would just go off on some crazy tangent like that with some man and like literally scare him away. And then make out with him in front of the club when we were leaving. <laughs> that sounds right. As long as you know know thyself. Yeah. I exactly. think that's important. Uh, the next the next woman we met, she's an art dealer in the city, and she is fingy to a T. <laughs> Which point of reference is 
Brad's roommate. Uh-huh. And also a player on our rugby team. And V Pretty. And V Pretty. He has yeah. a fan club. Alright, so we met her, so we get two characters. Oh, and and let me just say before we get to the third character, since we already actually knew Carrie, because I like being the center of attention. Right. Was like, I'm definitely Carrie. Right. From like the outset of the show. Right. But then we met Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, oh, oh finally. Oh. I have a purpose. When you said we have to like bring people down, that like this show brought me down. I was like, because I was like, maybe I need to be writing a sex column. But no. No. Turns out I'm just a whore. This, just <laughs> a okay. First, before we even got to the slut part, my initial note is cold-hearted AF. Yeah. Yeah. A cynical bitch. <laughs> I would say. But also, like, it's ironic because she owns her own business, and that's the whole way they pitch. Just it. like me. <laughs> yeah. My podcast. This podcast. <laughs> This pilot podcast is going to be reminiscent of the pilot Sex in the City episode. Uh huh. Right. It's so good. Which leaves us with Miss Carrie, who it turns out, as this episode progresses, is a little bit like our little lady here. Who, me? Just a little bit. I mean, um, I run the show, I, I call the shots. Listen, so. we're. I don't know if she was calling any of his shots or if. She was just getting well, she shot. thought she thought she was, and like I think I am, but like <laughs> as I live, I I, in my own reality, that is the case. But. As I witnessed, <laughs> third party to this life, uh huh, mm-hmm. maybe not. Yeah, right. Also, <laughs> my second app, my second to last note when she tells the next Donald Trump uh, that she is a sexual anthropologist, I wrote, "How oh, you go to Yale?" <laughs> I mean, so turns out we've got our carry. Yep, I'm here. I'm excited. You're welcome. It still like boggles my mind how Carrie looks in the first episode. Oh, don't worry. I wrote clown ass hoe. The hair <laughs> is so bad. No, she looks the worst when she gets into the limo. But we're getting ahead of ourselves because I'd like to say that Stanford reminded me way too much of Jonathan Groff from Looking, my least favorite gay character. Ever. Really? What? I'm. That's just interesting to me. I did not see that. Yeah, no, I'm taking shots at Jonathan Groff, so hopefully he... I think you're taking shots at looking. Just in general. Retweets our podcast, so we get like 15 listens. It's going to be huge. <laughs> you know, I did have a little bit of a dispute with, um, what's the guy, the boyfriend's name? Russell Tovey. Oh, yeah. 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 So he wrote that article that one time yep. about, about the effeminate yep. gays in high school and how he didn't want to be one of those because his dad was telling him to be masculine. And, like, the intention was to say, like, I couldn't be it, but I wish I could have, but it came off like I was never going to be a queen in high school. Yeah. And so I posted a drive photo and did the entire quote as my thing and tagged him and tweeted him and literally harassed him on social media about it. Did he respond? Sounds like a Miranda, right? (laughs) (laughs) Never responded. Saw him at the Greenwich Street Equinox, though. (laughs) I was going to say, because I feel like he's always around Instagramming his dog on, like, the subway. Well, he should stop Instagramming his dog and start Instagramming for, like, Glisten and, like, GSAs. I am getting us back on track. Yeah, you can edit all that out. Keep that. Who was the geeky one? Skipper. Skipper. Who has a reoccurring role. He's lame. 
He says it's been over a year. I was like, go to the eagle. <laughs> like, <laughs> get it out of your system. I am tired of, listen, we can talk about how this relates to our lives, but I am tired. Like, if you want to get fucked, you can get fucked in this city. It's not hard. I don't care what you look like. I don't care what hangups you have. Find something weird and get fucked. If you want to find love, good luck never happening. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that's not real. Stop trying to Leave make... the art. <laughs> stop trying to make love. Move to Omaha. We're done with this. Yeah. It's not real. Happiness is an illusion. <laughs> yes. So I was like, that guy, we should definitely discuss how he's like every gay man who's afraid to go to a gay bar. But you know what else about him that's kind of annoying is that he is somehow friends with Carrie. Like, and that blows my mind is like, how are they friends? And all of a sudden she's like, let me introduce you to Miranda, which in my head, I'm thinking like, why would you ever throw a cat in a like cage match with a pit bull? Like she literally wanted to destroy Skipper. He didn't stand a chance, even though at the end of the day, I guess she did fuck him. So it's like... She must have known sex anthropologist. There you go. Yeah. She knew um, what was going on. Also, Skipper's definitely like her IT guy. Who's, <laughs> who's, who fixes her. Who's her, having her reinstall. Her desktop. <laughs> reinstall AOL on her desktop. <laughs> her dial-up. Best comment while we were watching the movie. They go to a party called Chaos. Which, what a weird party. But leaving that aside, that it was like very well lit and people were just like, Casually walking around having cigars, Zaby Baby drops in the ooh a new lady fag party. <laughs> Which, I mean, it looked familiar. I mean, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Lady Fag was probably at that party in yeah, the background somewhere for sure. She was the one wearing the the lamp. <laughs> oh, serving the cigarettes. Uh huh. Actually, always you know, serving. I would love to do a show serving cigarette realness. Serving <laughs> cigarette realness. I'd love to have an epi- a part of our um, podcast where can you spot Lady Fag in that episode? Because <laughs> she definitely, I, I really do believe that she's in one of these episodes. She I'm, has to be. There's I'm no sure. way. Are I'm, you going to write that down? I'm quite literally writing that down. <laughs> you Great. can hear the pen clicking. <laughs> can you spot Lady Fag in this episode? One problem that we do have with the story and why it does not perfectly chronicle our lives is that no one actually... Oh, wait, no, someone does have sex in the episode. Well, Nick doesn't have sex... Uh, excuse me, Charlotte doesn't have sex with that one guy. And then he shows... I didn't... I was confused by that. What happened He went there? to chaos, dropped her off in her... No, but why didn't they have sex? Because she was, like, playing hard She's to get. She playing hard to get. I feel like she just needed time to unwind, I feel like. But no, no, maybe. no. She said, oh, I have an early morning. She wasn't going to put out. Uh, she, you, you learn that Charlotte that has, line. like, a... You know, right. you learn that Charlotte has a, uh, she plays hard to get because she doesn't want to be known as like a hussy. Right. Sex is valuable to her. She, you know, values love. and. Does she ever come out of that? We have to wait and watch. Because oh, I feel like that could just like parallel so well. Well, with, we'll get there. Anyway. There's peaks uh, and valleys to all the characters. For sure. So uh, listen, Samantha never has a valley. <laughs> she, no, she just is a valley. <laughs> uh, all right. I know. I'm just trying. I'm just trying here. <laughs> He's like, I'm never coming back. Okay. 
Our first guest hates me. The rest of my notes we've already covered. Uh, she's waiting outside the club, and she goes to... Oh, she gets in Donald Trump's limo. She gets in his limo. New Donald Trump's limo. She looks like a Lincoln clown. Town car, not Lincoln. a limo. She, he has a fucking driver, but yeah. either way. Uh, and then she confesses that she's a sexual anthropologist. <laughs> and then he drops her off, right? Oh, yes, that's right. I didn't make a note of this. And then the freeze frame at the end. No, well, she's telling him how she wants to fuck like a dude. And she's like... Nah. Having sex like a man is yeah. what she says. Having sex like a man is what she says. She's just stepping she her pussy her? up as well. I she see. says, have you <laughs> ever... Yeah. She says, have you ever been in love? And, and he, he says... Absolutely. No, it's yeah. absolutely, which is iconic to the series. Ugh. You just hate him. I fucking hate that guy. I can't. I can't. Well, just get ready. Well, it so gets this, even better. I feel like this just makes it all that much more real for our real lives. Wait, I have a question. <laughs> when we get done this, are we gonna have like a like a big? special like blockbuster event where we do the movie yes absolutely for sure we for sure. absolutely have to do the movie i mean i'm, I'm saying, coming like, back for six it six seasons later excuse my sniffles but maybe one day we can get sarah jessica parker in your we're she's in the, gonna, in she's the bed gonna be, to she's be oh my god i mean i would actually have an aneurysm if cynthia nixon walked into this room right now to do this podcast. And just like was in my bed with us. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Would you would you turn to the the other side? I'm not opposed to the other side. Good. Especially but for a story. Clinkies. Well you are a sex columnist. Columnist. Right. Sex so anthropologist. Yeah, for sure. Uh okay, so those were my notes. Overall, a lot of exposition straight to the camera. But how do we feel about it? Good episode, good pilot. Good pilot. I mean, I was entertained. Fair. I was entertained. Look, I, I was actually ready to watch another one. I didn't right. think, I wasn't sure this would last past the pilot. So the other thing that you have to give some type of credit to is you guys spent how much, mu- how much of your time digressing who was who. So there's got to be some respect to that, that the writers developed characters that you guys literally obsessed over who fits into what character. <laughs> Valid point. Yeah. That is, like, the whole DNA of the show. Like, they've really got you. You're, they played you. But can, <laughs> can we really do, We got like, got. Oh, my God, we done my God. <laughs> can we really do, like, 100 episodes? You of- can absolutely do, because guess what? It only gets better. The pilot is, like, so rickety compared to the rest of the series. Just like this one. Everybody. Yeah, just like this pilot. Everybody strap on your Depends, because we are going for the long haul here at Butt, Sex, and the City. Question mark. I, I'm ready for this. I'm ready for Butt, Sex, and the City. No? I don't, I really don't think, the only thing is I'm still really upset about her hair in the first episode. It's bad. It really, really upsets me. Does it get better in the second one? You don't even, like, you don't, I don't know the time difference between the first and second episode. I don't understand what happened, what executives they met with, that someone was like, fix it. Yeah, we're going to take care of it. (laughs) Fix it, it Jesus. It gets better. It it gets better. Same. What do we, how do they close Sex in the City episodes? Is there something special they do? It's like, but I couldn't help but wonder. Yeah. Would Bud Sex in the City make it to a second episode? (laughs) 
and we're done.